friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Oh, man. It is good to be back, Phil. It is good to be it back. It is great to be black. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be able to relate to that, but it seems great. <laughs> it's good to be black and back, Phil, for both of us. <laughs> there ain't no, like, just, you, you could be black, Phil. You're funky Phil. Okay. I'm going to start telling everybody that. <laughs> Corey said. Is it really even a thing? I mean... You just be what you want, you know? It don't, have, it don't matter. Am I even black? I mean, listen to the way I sound. <laughs> Starting this show off on the right foot, yes. on the good foot. This is why you're a true drummer, Corey. That's right. That's right. Uh, we sound beautiful. Don't we sound beautiful? Yes. We're in person, Phil. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are back. I can feel the synergy. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. There, there was a pun there that you guys don't know about. We're going to get into the show in a minute. Before we get started, this is episode 143 of the Drum Brigade podcast. I'm Corey Kingston. You're a legend. Thank you. And that, my friends, is Funky Phil. Yeah. Yeah, they like you. Me. They like you, Phil. Me. Um, we're in a new location. Yes, we are. We've partnered with Synergy. It's a co-working office space. Why they would have drums at an office space, I don't know. But they allow us to come in here with drums and they have a podcast room that anyone can rent, not just the Drum Brigade podcast. And we're here today. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Did the podcast room and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's guys handling business upstairs. Like we're down here hitting things with sticks. There's fools making deals upstairs. Yeah. Like, and I do mean fools, Phil. Like they wear ties. Yes. They come to work in suits. <laughs> and here I am just like barefoot shoes and all knowing my truth. Like we talked about on the last episode <laughs> and playing drums. And you know what? I'm way cooler than those fools. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. <laughs> I rolled in yesterday in full spandex in my bike clothes with my bike. And they all looked at me like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm just like, I don't care, man. I'm focused. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, I hope you guys are all doing well. Um, so we want to just give a shout out to Synergy for allowing us to have a home for the last uh month over over a month now. Um we'll get into all of that on the reasons why and all of that stuff, but um very cool spot here in Escondido, northern San Diego. Uh, I will say that if you guys need an office space, if you guys need a podcast room, if you need a co-working kind of we work space, it's a little bit, it's a step above, uh, you know, as far as class goes, like we work is very hipster. I really love we work. It's really great. It's super hipster though. This place is like business. It's very business. It used to be a bank, right? It used to be a bank. There's a vault yeah. like, right next door to us. So the vibe is money. <laughs> we're in one of the bank teller rooms now that's a podcast well room. i'm sure they can hear it it sounds expensive yeah right yeah sounds very expensive here <laughs> um there's things that i love and there's things that i'm like eh, that could be done a little better 
But, um, you know, it still is a great place. The people here are super cool. They're very friendly, very nice. Um, and the place has been working really, really well for me. So there's a George Foreman. There's a George the, Foreman in the, in the kitchen area where you can make yourself fancy coffee. Starbucks coffee. Yeah. Part of your deal. And your setup is like dope. Yeah. It's, it's kind of in an open area and there's other people working like straight up working. there's dudes like in offices and stuff. And then there I am like, no, no, no. It's with your left hand lead. No, no, no. Left hand, left hand. Like, yeah. Tap, tap, tap a roo over here. And they're just, and they're like, so what's your bottom line? So what, we got to get your account started. So what's your yearly profits? What's your yearly profit? I'm like, dude. And then here I am, pepperoni, pepperoni, cheese, cheese. Like, it's the weirdest <laughs> dynamic, dude. I'm telling you. It's the weirdest dynamic, but they love it. They love it. And, like, I love it here, too. So, really cool. I don't know if, if we're going to keep it going, but we'll get in, We'll get into that. Anyways, Synergy, it's an Escondido. You guys want an office space or you need a podcast room or anything like that. Even I think they do, like, day things where if you, like, have a meeting and you need to schedule a meeting and you need a conference room or something like that, they can do that. All right. So, check that out. Um, also, um, check out F Note Drums. They're uh, licensed by Artesia, I think, or, like, they're licensed to Artesia. So, like, Artesia Pro, if you check out Artesia Pro. Um, we use F note drums here at drum brigade, um, for teaching and stuff like that. And, um, they work really, really, really well for us. And I always want to give those guys a shout out because they hooked us up with a pretty good deal. And, um, that was part of the deal. Um, I, I use them for all my videos and all my, uh, lessons and all of that stuff. All my students bang on them all day long. I bang on them all day long. You know, what's crazy, uh, last week. Fire, man. Eric came in. We haven't had that drop in a long time. I have not heard that drop in a minute. <laughs> Fire, <And> man. <laughs> yes, Eric came through, and we had like a two and a half hour. It wasn't even a shed. It was like a two and a half hour practice session together. It man. was so funny. Maybe it wasn't last week. It was a week before. I'm just turbo jealous. Yeah, that dude. That dude's. That dude's rad, man. He, he was. Is. It was really super fun. I got to see him a couple of weeks ago too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Actually, cool. it's more like a month now. Did you see his like end of the world apocalyptic vehicle? Vehicle? Yes. It's <laughs> uh -huh. insane, 100%. dude. I'm like so jealous. He has like a Jeep Gladiator that is done up for the apocalypse. Right. Yeah. Probably sucks for the gas, though. Yeah, but dude, that <laughs> thing is my dream. That's like next to a van van life. That's like my dream vehicle. Did you see the van I sent you? No. Oh, it was a while ago. I sent you like a link to this dude's van that he was selling. I, I bought like some stuff from some dude on OfferUp, and uh, he he has a business of making. Um, elite van life conversion vans, vans with yeah. like sprinters and stuff <gasps> and he had he lived it he was like five minutes from where you live <laughs> wow really yeah I but mean, now he, he moved to uh the opposite side of the country oh i was gonna say i would love to see what is what his conversions cost it's probably 60 in the 60 to like 50 000, 60 000 range no nah, it was over 100 to convert your van for the whole van. Oh, for the whole van. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying like you buy a van for like sixty or seventy thousand, and then you convert it for like fifty or sixty thousand. Yeah, he had one listed that was all done. It was like a Mercedes Sprinter, all 
mm-hmm. decked out and slick, and it was I think I forget it was over a hundred grand. Yeah. Stupid dude, but it looked pretty nice. I uh, hate the idea of them being so expensive, but man, I want one so bad. It's cheaper than a house now. Didn't used to be. <laughs> Like, and also here in California, yeah. But if you buy a house in Kansas, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, freaking stupid. Anyways, don't get me on that soapbox. I I get mad because I can't have a van. I just noticed that we have like a really nice fancy office chair that's just being utilized for holding your stuff. (laughs) I'm sitting in the most (laughs) uncomfortable chair of my life. Me too. Um, All right. So, uh, like I said, Drum Brigade podcast, episode 143. Um, you guys have like any, uh, you know, you want to support camaraderie over competition. That's what we're all about. We're all about um, acceptance and belonging. And uh, that's our, 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 you know, our one word or our, like, it's what we're about. It's that's what we base truth. everything. That's our truth. You have to know <laughs> yeah. your truth. Yeah. And that's our truth. Our truth is acceptance, guys. And like, you might think you're not accepted, but <laughs> you are. Okay. It's like vibes. Okay. It's vibes. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, we came out with a new sh- t-shirt design, Phil. Kevin Aguchi's face is on it. I know. And it says, play drums and eat snacks or eat snacks and play drums. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Which is exactly what Kevin Aguchi does. Yeah. He eats snacks and he plays drums. So uh, it's one of our better designs, and I did not pay anybody to design it. I did it myself. I'm wow. pretty proud of it, Phil. Thank that, you. That's great. Thank you. It looks great, man. This is why you're a true drummer, Corey. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, check that out. That shirt did pretty well. A lot of people like it. A lot of people love Mr. The Gooch. Yeah. And so... Um, I mean, dude, I posted it and people just started buying it. So, Man, I mean, I'm not, rad. I'm not buying a like sprinter van, but you know, it's just a little something that I just got an idea. And one night just was like, I'm going to do a shirt and I've wanted to do a Kevin Aguchi shirt for a while. We need to do retakes of our shirts too. Cause we just have one with your face, one with my face. Yeah. And my face is stupid. No, stupid. You have face. a beautiful face. <laughs> just beautiful. Phil. <laughs> Gorgeous, but it's um, boring. And you you really made the Gucci shirt cool. Yeah, it I looks, didn't want to just have another shirt like ours, where it's, it's not just, just a, a photo on it. It's yeah, like, we could do it. We could do something like that. But now it's like when you design something like that and it does well, you kind of get stuck in a rut. So now I'm like, what do I just make the same shirt with Phil's face and it says like make bread and play drums or something? I don't know. Have kids and play drums. Have kids. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. So like we'll have to figure that out, but I, I like looking for inspiration in other places. It's funny how that happens. Cause there's like this punk rock t-shirt company that I follow really super like pretty girl that models for them anyways. Um, and they were, she was wearing a shirt that has, it didn't look anything like the Kevin Gucci shirt, but it just kind of, gave me the inspiration of like, see like a shirt like that. And I saved it. And then that's how the Kevin Aguchi shirt came about. Anyways, we have a ton of different products, a ton. Like we don't really take them down. Although I should, I should do like this shirt is only available for this month. So get it before it's gone. Should do that. Mm. Might be a thing, but you've been learning stuff from these business folks. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe picking it up. (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah, but like, 
or maybe doing like specific colorways or something, you know, but we'll, we'll figure all that out later. Right now though, all of our shirts are still available. Um, there actually are some colorways going away though. Cause they used to allow you to make any color you want from this t-shirt company, but now they only allow you five colors. So, and then I can make like a different design, but I'm not doing that. So, so some of our colorways are going away. Um, but you used to be able to get any color, but now you're, now it's like limited. Does so, tie dye count as a color? No. And I, that's the thing that's missing is I want like bleached or tie dyed drum brigade shirts, but you can't, it's hard to get them. And then, um, I've had, uh, reached out to a few companies to like manufacture them and it ends up being so expensive and people like what I've learned from making t-shirts and making drumsticks and making all that stuff is people, when you make them in bulk, like you make them and then you have, you know, a, what do they call that? Inventory. Every drummer in the world wants quote unquote an endorsement. And so they want everything for free. Yo, hook me up with a shirt. And I'm like, hook yourself up. It's on the freaking website, you know? Yep. So. I, that's yeah. That's why we do it this way. Now it's third party. We have a company that we've partnered with that makes some, you know, third party and I don't have to have an inventory and I don't have to give them all away. So, um, so yeah, but anyways, we have drumsticks. Uh, we're very, very super low on five A's. So I'm going to be ordering those probably after tour. Um, but five B's and seven A's are still in stock. So, uh, drumsticks, drum lessons, uh, podcast, all of that stuff, sheds, all of that stuff in the name of camaraderie over competition. So check out drumbrigade.com and DM us. If you have anything, leave us a review, all of that stuff. Um, me and you also have like personal stuff that we do. You do a lot of like drum recording. Um, you do a lot of video work, sampling product reviews, all of that stuff you do. And then I do a vlog. It's called a day in a life of a drummer. And, um, yeah, we're just out here working, Phil. We're just out here working. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's get into the show. Oh yeah. Oh man, it feels good to be back. I mean, it feels good to be black and back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it would be so much better if you said that. <laughs> And I would believe it way more too. Um, no, uh, yeah, Phil, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I got a lot to say, so I got a lot to say. Yeah. So I'm sure. asking you first, how are you doing? Because if you ask me how we're doing, we're gonna be here till tomorrow. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing all right. Things are good. Yeah. And it's been it's been a minute, man. Yeah been a while. The Fallbrook Kid won a San Diego Music Award. He did. Yeah. And they played my the song that I, I tracked drums on. So does that mean you get a San Diego Music Award? No. But I play I get to play with him. <laughs> Isn't it supposed to be like the Grammys? Kimmy, like Kimmy Bitter won also. Kimmy like every and band that you work they with. They played another track that I, I tracked drums Bro, on. Come on, Phil. <laughs> Yeah, I was, that was my first time going to the San this Diego This guy's Music making Awards. hits, dude. You went? Yeah, I went. Wow. Whitney fun. Shea didn't win this time. She did. But she has in the past, uh-huh. and you also play with her. Yeah. 
Yeah. Every artist that you play with just like win San Diego Music Awards? Yeah, I guess so. Dude, you're a hit maker. You're the new <laughs> Bernard Purdy. <laughs> God, what's happened since we It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Nam? You played Nam. I did. I did not go to Nam this time. I played at the Marriott on the big stage. It's the the main one they have like in the lobby of the Marriott. Oh. Like, right, like that's, you know, the Wait, did they have the outdoor stage this time? Yeah, they did. Last time I saw you play in that stage. Yeah, this one was fun. This one, it's cool. It's always packed in there, and um, we played later. Who did you play with? With Anthony. Fallbrook Kid. San Diego Mm award-winning Fallbrook Kid. Yep. Yep. Dang. Best blues musician. In the world. Mm -hmm. Phoebe King, look out. In the world of San Diego (laughs) for this year. Bless. Even Even though most of his music is... Like the music he's been making over the last couple of years has been much more like in the R&B soul yeah. world. Dude, but, I remember him when he was a little kid. Yeah. Little. Yeah. And was like, I remember him sitting in with like a blues band that I was playing in. He was like this child prodigy for blues. Yeah. Yep. That's it, that's him. He's just always crushed, crushed it. You can tell he, that's all he does. He like... I mean, most of what he does is just like loves playing guitar. It's kind of hard to drummer too. Really? I used to teach him. Oh wow! It's kind of hard to not win a San Diego Music Award, like especially in the blues department when you play in all the blues bands that are nominated, like Lady Shay. Those are the good ones. I also play with Taryn sometimes. See, she won last year. Jeez, dude. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyway, so I did the Nam. I went up there for one day. Like a half day. Uh-huh. I went up, I saw the, the people. It was a thin Nam, dude. It was everything you dreamed of, wasn't it? A was, bunch of Romeos walking around. It was all right. I got I got to see some friends, you know. There was no Aquarian. Yeah, no. No Zildjian. Wow. Like the, all the big, there was like a bunch of the major companies were not there. Dang. No Sabian. Really? Yeah. No Minel. No Minel. Wow. Yeah. I'm, that was the only reason why I wanted to go is yeah. to like... What is wrong with you, Zildjian? Say that to Zildjian. And Zildjian, yeah. yeah, and then go up to Meinl and say, say and the say the same thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, but like they weren't even there, so I'm like I had no reason to be there. Yeah, it was cool though. I got to see some some friends and stuff. I got I bought a symbol. Wow, I got to see my the T symbol crew. Dude, uh, you're always getting symbols, dude. They're so sweet, man. They make great stuff, and um, he's always like. You know, Phil, we can we can do custom stuff. Anything you dream up, just tell me and I'll make it. Dude, <laughs> like, that's okay. right up your alley. <laughs> so I got I'm gonna but I need to ch- I've got a lot of symbols now. So yeah. I need to I need to relax with what I got. I got this super trashy thing that yeah. I sent you a video. It probably doesn't really do it justice. It was just phone audio, but it's a super interesting so I've never seen a symbol like this or heard one, but super trashy. Nice. It's like a whole point of it is to be just this crass really quick trashy thing but not like a china yeah that's my that's what i like that's my lane dude like you can it's really fun to use as little punctuations or like double up with snare to get like almost not quite it's almost like a it's not really like a clap stack it's like more of a it's louder and has a little more decay trash crash but not trash crash it's not like bright yeah, it's dark yeah. and dirty and quick, mm-hmm. and I'm loving it. 
That's my lane, dude. That's why I played my whole setup at one time was special dries, Zildjian yeah. special dries, which were all, they weren't as trashy as that, but like, that's what they were going for. Yeah. And, um, I'm missing that right now with Minel. I don't have a symbol that I need one. I need one like extra dry or like, um, one of their, their dark. So their, um, classic custom dark is not the sound. That's like their mid range rock symbol. I'm talking like their Byzance extra dry. Oh, I yeah. need a crash like that. That is like what I'm looking for, but they're like 500 bucks. Um, but yeah, I have a pretty solid setup with Mino right now. I, I have too many. I've reached a point where I have too many to even play on one gig. Like I have, I have like a setup that I use for Google and then I have like a setup at home, but even at home setup is too many symbols to play. Mm. So yeah. Anyways, yeah. That's cool. Congratulations on your new um, addition. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm stoked on it and I've been using it. Um, what else? Nam, yeah. Nam, Nam was cool. It was a zoo like you would expect, yeah. but it was fun. Um, <clears throat> I got, uh, oh, there were some doodads they have too. They, they made this little, uh, the T symbols guys have like this little, um, it's like a little plastic dot that you can like glue or it has adhesive on it you can like stick to a practice pad so you can have a different texture or like sound oh you know if you're practicing and you want more than just the sound of a monotone pad yeah to try to work on things which i thought was kind of cool um yeah that's all i really have to say about was it mostly like smaller companies like you know that were just like oh we got to get in or was it like because it doesn't sound like there was anybody major there well, there was still, a, I mean, there was still a couple. Com- I think Pasty was there, and like Istanbul was there, and um, I didn't really look at too many of the drum companies, but the, yeah, a lot of the big drum companies were not there. They they shouldn't they they should just like go home anyways. Like no one cares, dude. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't care about like Tama or DW or. I feel like it's it's cool, but. I always like going to Yamaha and, but I like, I don't know. I like seeing, hanging out with like the smaller companies. Yeah. You know, like what vessels there or like the drum box guys are cool. The like, yeah, you know, there. like, um, um, what's that dude? Uh, um, oh man, the, well, SJC, like I know Mike, you know, masters of maple haven't had a booth there in a long time, but they're like, what's that one company that I love their drums so much? Now I can't remember. And they're, um, Hendrix. No, they're cool too, though. That dude's cool. He's, I know that guy. Um, anyways, I can't remember, but I, I always love their, their drums. I always said, if I, if I wasn't going to play masters of maple, I'd probably play these drums and, but I can't remember what they are. Mm. Um, anyways. Yeah. I, dude, I've been thinking about I've been thinking about this week, like not pulling the trigger right now, but I've been thinking about like, I, I kind of want to get a new kit. Yeah. Whoa. Big investment, but Whoa. um, I kind of want a wrapped kit. Like that's a little bit more durable. I just feel weird playing my drums every gig and they're so nice and beautiful and I want to keep them nice and beautiful. That's like my forever kit. Like I don't ever want to get rid of it. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, I've been thinking about like, you know, like a rust sparkle or like a champagne sparkle kind of classic vintage looking kit. 
but like monster kit, like eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 24, 18. Oof. Better be saving up. I know. It <laughs> sounds expensive. With a snare too. <laughs> um, so, cause I want to be able to play my 18 and have like a mini kit, like maybe eight, 10, 14, or like, you know, eight, 12, like really little cocktail kit or do like a jazz kit with like the 12 or 13 and like thir- and and 18 inch kick drum, 13 inch rack or, or 12 and then 14 and have like a bop kit mm. or like have a 24. Um, I really, I never really liked 24s though. I don't know why I would get a 24. I would regret. I feel like I would regret that. I want to get one of those. <laughs> I feel like I would regret it. I feel like I would regret it. I feel like if I got a, t- a 20, I mean a 22 uh, and put some different heads on it, it would be better because you can make a 22 sound like a 24 if you put it the right kick drum head on. But I, I can't ever get comfortable on a 24. I've never liked having a 24. Huh. But I just feel like I want a, a real rock setup too, like big toms. That's why I'm thinking like 10, 13 instead of 10, 12. Yeah, I want a 13. So like a 13, and then I can tune that bu- that mug up and have a real jazz kit, 13, 14, 18, you know? Mm. I don't know. I've never had an 8-inch rack. I've always wanted an 8-inch rack. I know they're lame, but it's cool. If I need to do some studio work or something and I have the options. I like having options. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It might be something like next year, but I've also talked about getting a kit that lives in New York for Gogol. Um, I don't think that would be the kit. I, I feel like I want a new home kit. I feel like I I need I feel like I need two different kits because I'm I don't know, man. I've never thought like this, but I feel like I w- I might want to sell my spawn kit, the light up drums. I don't know. Makes don't sense. Know. I, feel I like, like you never play them. Well, I never play them just and like I a really expensive lamp. Yeah. And I would, I really wouldn't play them like unless the gig called for it. Like, Hey, we're doing this neon show. Do you have anything that like, I'd be like, yeah, I got drums that light up. But like, if I have my own studio, the only thing I use them for is a lamp in the corner, Yeah, which is cool. Like they're really like it's, I've had those drums since 2008. They're like, they've, they've served their purpose. They're really great. I think they're really unique. They still do work, but I don't ever want to really play spawn drums, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. And like, yeah, I, I want, I also kind of want, I was been thinking about an acrylic kit to live with Gogol, like just straight up clear. Um, so I don't know, man. I thought about a sparkle kit for their, their stuff, just getting a basic drum kit. That's like nothing fancy, but then this monster kit that I want to build, like, is like really nice, fancy, fancy, like as fancy as my drums that I play now, but a little bit more durable, mm. you know, rap stuff. Yeah. So I can use those on all the local gigs. And then if I have like a nice fancy gig, then I'll use my nice drums. I like it. So, uh, that might be in my future, man. I don't know. That's rad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, didn't mean to get off on a tangent. I cut you off. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll try to make it short. Um, what else? I played, oh, I started playing with the Billy Joel tribute band. <laughs> really? Yeah. What's the matter Subbing. with the clothes I'm wearing? Yeah. Just <laughs> as a, like a sub or alternate drummer. Um, 
I just thought, eh, what the heck? I'll try it. I've never done a tribute band. And are you like a really fun, like really fan, a real fan of Billy Joel? Um, I wouldn't consider myself a huge fan, but I don't like dislike him. I think yeah. I enjoy. Songs are good. I enjoy a lot of his songs, and it's as I learned stuff for that gig. It was like some of them are really fun to play. Yeah, there's and, uh, a lot of people don't know he's like he's great man there's some rad tunes yeah. and they're fun and i don't know you know it's one of those things that can get you know the tribute bands get certain types of gigs that can be lucrative yeah and it's definitely. it's nice because it's not like i mean there's only so many songs yeah yeah <laughs> it's not like i'm gonna have to be learning a bunch of material on a regular basis for him and uh oh yeah we played at the music box that was the first gig with nice. this band and it was my first time at music box which was rad nice and they do their own in-ear rig which is music sick. box is uh that's like the belly up of downtown kind of yeah i, I sing you play there it's that there's like three levels yes and i like that place i saw thundercat there that place is it was cool man we had fun doesn't look like it would be as like premiere as it is because it's kind of small well it's it looks small on the yeah. outside when you go in it's it's pretty it's like huge. really tall like three levels you know yeah it's really cool um and that was fun and then um i played with cassie b again what <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> no <laughs> no i know cassie's great but you said you weren't gonna play covers anymore phil yeah, I didn't want to do top 40 work, but um, I really miss them. They're I miss, great. I don't really have a social life. Yeah. I, like The only time I get to see people is on gigs pretty much or like when we have our podcast. And yeah. other than that, I'm just like working and home with the kids and the family. But um, I really miss them and, and uh, I, I could also, you know, use the bucks. And yeah. Ryan, you know, he's just been persistently checking in to see if I'm ready to get back in the mix over <laughs> like since I've, since I told him I wanted to take a break from top 40 work yeah. and I finally was like, okay, yeah, I'll go sit, I'll go sub, but I'm not your main dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. I, I, I still, I, I'll do this, you know, from time to time when it makes sense as a sub, but and so I think it, it'll, I'll be coming at it from a much more healthy standpoint. Like I'm, not trying to be hustling that type of work nonstop, but every once in a while it can be fun. But you we got to do that, man. We played Petco Park, nice that Gallagher Square stage. Mm. They've I've dude, they've got there. a sick gig. They've got they're they're the Padres band for wow. for this season. Any home games they're opening for Jeez, the game. So that's we, great. We played right before the game with the Dodgers. Nice last week, and uh, this is super fun. Dang, dude! Which brings up my next and. I think final. Oh no. Yeah. No, I'll bring it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm scrambled. Um, I got new drum heads. Okay. Good. Good job. Nice job. <laughs> but I went in a different direction, Corey. You're not, if you say it, Remo or Evans, you're, we're done. Oh no, not like that. There's oh, still okay. Aquarian hundred percent. Okay. Okay. But dots, I did not get coated heads. Wow. I've been thinking about this too. I was like, you know what? I've been rocking coated heads for a long, long time. Yeah. And I love them, but I want to try something different. Nice. And cause I, you know, I've been doing a lot of work with Anthony and, uh, 
there's been a lot of times where I want more articulation out of my toms and yeah. less of a sustained tone mm-hmm. present just in general. So I just went straight Eric Moore and I <laughs> oh got that gosh. ice white reflector. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> wow. Ice white. Yeah, because I like the look. I don't, that part of my thing, I don't like clear drum heads because I hate the way it looks yeah. also. So, and I don't really like black drum heads either. You got a problem? <laughs> <laughs> The way we started just, after the way we started this show, I'm sorry, man. you're just gonna go ahead I and just say I don't that. like the way black drum heads Gosh. look, uh, at least on my set. <laughs> you know, I just don't like it. So I like the way the the colors work together with the white. So I got the white ones, and I got smooth white resos. Wow. So they're like the classic clear, but they're not clear at all. They're white. Yeah, I get it. I like the look of that, but because I tried coated resos, and that was fun, but I'm over it. Yes. I think I want. I want. Uh, anyway, so I got, I got all my toms with those, but I can always swap them out for coated heads. I still have my other heads. White power drum heads. I got, got my it. white power drum heads. <laughs> <laughs> white power dot drum heads. <laughs> and the usual kick and a super two on the snare. Dang. And um, I'm ready to it. go. Dude, I, 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 yeah, I set them up the day before that Petco Park thing and played them at uh, Petco Park and. Dude, they sound great. Man, I, I am they, like... They're just articulate. They got deep tone and, yeah, you know, as you dig into them, they're, they're more attacky. Maybe I should do this. That's the whole point. Because they're not like... They're, they're like a response to, but the, the bottom layer is a like different polymer than they usually use. So it's oh. like they have more attack. I'm kind feeling of, like I might want to do this. I, you know, you, you can come up, maybe next time you can come to my place and you can try them. They, I really like it. The six, my 16 sounds awesome. I think I've used one on the 16 before, but I'm still a super kick on the, on the 16. Yeah. But I might do the 10, 12, 14 reflectors. I like them, man. They look cool. They sound great. And, um, I don't know. They're hitting the spot for the stuff I've been doing lately. I'm going to do it. You should try it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm here to tell you right now. Have I'm you here tried, to do it. Have you tried a Super 2 on your snare drum yet? <laughs> no, I'm a response to guy. On the snare? Yes. Okay. But on the snare, the main snare that I've been using lately on every single gig, which I'm not super crazy about, but I've gotten used to it now, is uh, Deep Vintage. Ooh, Maybe okay. it's a... Yeah. No, maybe it's not Deep Vintage. It's a... Uh, What's the other one? Just regular vintage? Yeah. I need to change that head though. And I, I want a new snare so bad, dude. I want I want a brass snare like a Well, do you ever feel <sighs> like you're if you're using response to on your snare, do you ever feel like it's like maybe lacking in some of the high? So and does it feel like maybe a little more muted? In general? Okay, so so I think when I play my reggae snare, which is like almost has a hole in it, I played it this week and it's it needs a new head like right away. That one I want as much ring as possible. The snare that I use um like for everyday gigs and stuff, that's like this like cocoa or something wood it's like really really hard wood so that snare gets really pingy 
Yeah. And I want to get that ping out. So I'm trying to like, I'm, that's why I was using that deep vintage. But if I take that off, it sounds like a Timbali, like 311 sounding snare. I really like the, um, the super two on the snare is like unbeatable. To so me. maybe I need to get a super two for my reggae snare and get something different on my other snare. I think I just want like a high, like velocity or something on my regular everyday snare. Like the snares, like I always put a response to on the snares with Gogol and I've tried like metal snares. I've tried like, I mean, metal snare drum heads, like the high velocity or like the triple threat. I've tried like so many different snares to try to just get it to sound a little bit rock, but like tune it up a little bit and get, make it like cracky. And I just can't do it. So I always end up going back to response two because I can tune that the best way. It's well, okay. So super two is super similar to response to, yeah, to me, it's just got a little more, it's like somewhere between, um, it's not super ringy. It's like they, t- they'll tune real deep, but I, I, they just have like a certain quality on the snare where it's, it gives it like more depth and body. Mm-hmm. It like very naturally subdues some of the ring and harsh overtones, but not to a stifling degree. Okay. Like it, it, it still feels like a live snare drum and, and, you know, has, has that character if you want it, but it's not like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like a really smooth, yeah, well-rounded snare head that I, I can, I can get at the sound however I need it to for anything. Dang, man. I need I want to get a new snare so bad. Like I just still haven't found that besides the reggae snare, it's a Thomas snare that I have. Like I still haven't found that snare. That's like, that's my sound. Like I have snares that are right for occasions. Like the trash talk snare is a great rock snare. But if I even try to use it on anything else other than that, it's just not, it doesn't work. Like I can't use it on any pop gigs cause it's just not the right sound. And then all my other stupid novelty snares, like those aren't, those are useless. You know, like I want, I want just a regular cracky sounding pop poppy sounding snare drum. I want a brass snare. That's what I want. Like mm. I want a bell brass. Like I want one, I want one from masters of maple, but they're expensive. Even with my discount, they're so expensive, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that would be my first move is to get a bell brass from them and then get, then work on a n- new kit. But Ooh. yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I'm doing this. I'm doing the reflectors. I'm doing it. You should try it, man. Yeah. 10, 12, 14. I'm doing it. I'm stoked on them. They, they sound great. I, I need a new kick head too, but I'm trying to see if I can just bring one home from tour. Cause I, I have like three living in New York. I definitely had to monkey with my, the bottom head. I don't know. You might have to play with them a little bit to get them to sit where you like those bottom heads of mine have been on for a long time. I'm wondering yeah. if I need those too. Cause the reflectors, they definitely have like, they, they don't have like a super long sustain. Okay. Um, so if your bottom heads are too tight, they 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 sound really choked really quick oh. you know i don't know it's, it's just something mm. i'm i'm still getting used to them and you know because i've never used anything like that yeah. so i'm still getting used to the way they they play on my drums with with the bottom heads tuned different ways and stuff but so i mean i my my drums at home are really different from out there like i i want big 
low tone drums for Gogol Bordello, but um, for for home drums, I want like I want like '90s kind of sounding Dave Weckl drums, you know, Ooh. like really like higher pitched and like sustained, you know, warm tones on the toms. Mm. So I don't necessarily, but, but I, I do like a little bit more distinct, you know, you can get faster, choppier, distinct, you know, stuff in there. So it might be something to do. I've been using it, my 10 inch too, like 10, 14, which is weird. Nice. I've been like, yeah, cause I was always using my 12 and a 14, but now I've been just like, I'm just going to use this little guy today. And then I haven't stopped. I've been That's just rad. like using that one every time. Um, so. One last thing. I got in a car accident. What the heck? <laughs> what the heck, Phil? <laughs> Sorry. This will be my last thing. And then I want to hear everything you got to say. What? Uh, yeah. I, it was so, all right. So I was driving down a street that did not have a stop sign. There's a woman in a car, um, a parallel street that intersected mine that did have a stop sign. Okay. And as I approached the intersection, she just pulled out in front of me like I wasn't there. Thinking there, it was a stop sign. And there wasn't enough time for me to slow down. So we impacted the f- driver's side um, headlight, you know, area of my car got smashed. Did your airbag come out? No. So it wasn't that bad of an accident, but. But were you just like, er, oh, it was enough. Beep. It was, an, yeah, it was enough that it ruined my headlight and I have to go get some body work and done and stuff. But um, so we like pulled over. We were like, looking at all the damage, you know, like, oh, bummer, this and that. And she, you know, I don't know. She, I think she was high or something. Cause I was like, she was really? like, oh, what happened? And, and I was <laughs> like, you pulled out in front of me. What do you mean? Yeah. She's like, no, I didn't. Oh my god. I was like, <laughs> this is why I need a dash cam. Anyway. I know. Right. I wish I had that. But so that, and then as soon as like when she saw how much damage was done to my car, cause hers just got a little bit of like, I mean, it was basically her door got a little dented towards the bottom, Uh but her front and back driver's side doors. And then she saw my car and then she started making sounds about having to pee really bad. What the heck? She's like, Oh my God, I think I'm going to pee my pants. Can we, can we pull into the grocery store parking lot right there? And then I'll, and then we can trade, I can go to the bathroom. We can do the insurance thing. She's trying to dip. She dipped. Yeah, I pulled in, and then she did not come in after me, and she just bounced. So she fled. Dude. So hit and run. So I, I had to go down to Vista and report it at the police station. Unbelievable. The next day, and then I've been – so I've been dealing with all this stuff with, you know, the insurance company, and, and it's, I have to pay a deductible. Yes, of course. Because she ran, and we don't have her info because she would have had to pay that. But Dude. Bet beyond the deductible, they cover cover the rest, but it's still like five hundred bucks that I got to pay. <sighs> I wish I you would have gotten a, a picture of her license. I, I wish you did too. Yeah, but live you and know, learn, Phil. It's a lesson. I didn't get hurt. It is a lesson. You're yeah. right. Live and learn. I didn't get hurt. She didn't get hurt, and uh, it's getting sorted. It's just one of those like ah, it's so frustrating. Yeah, <laughs> I see. That's the thing, man. I would have already. I would have been really nice. I would have been like, "Are you okay?" But if she started acting like that, my tone would have changed. It that's what. Been I, so yeah, I got. I got pretty mad when she started trying to deny what happened. Yeah. Like it was obviously what happened. Like yeah. how? How could I possibly have hit the and side of your car if you weren't 
in front of me. Right. And also <laughs> like the first thing I do when I get out, like if I get in a fender bender or something, I'm taking pictures of everything. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go to the bathroom after I get a picture of your registration and your information so that we can, cause I don't trust you. You just hit me. So I don't trust you, you know? Yep. Um, wow, man. I'm sorry that happened. Yeah. It's Oops. a bummer, but you know, it could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, I'm still trying to figure out when to, I got to get the body work done and all that. Dude, but. if I get in a, if I get in a, like even a slight car accident, my car is, I'm like, total it, insurance company, total it. Yeah. Cause I'm getting a new car. Like <laughs> I'm done. I thought Dude. that might've been what would happen, but I guess like used cars are more valuable now. Cause yeah, it's. They, they didn't total it. <laughs> Jeez. Dude, <laughs> speaking of cars, so... Well, do you have anything else to say? No, that's, okay. that's it. I Sorry, have, I talked a lot. No, I have too many things. I, don't, I have too many things. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes. Onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We've got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. All right, let me get on this quick one. I have more than a few. But I'm just going to get on this one quickly because you mentioned cars. My car. So, dude, I've been, how long have I been talking about getting a new car? A I, I mean, time. for at least a year. Yeah. Um, the other day, I, so I've been driving Uber and stuff and my car has been running good. The other day I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, I have, to, like, I have a gig out in Palm Springs. I had to drive out to Santee for a rehearsal. Ooh. I've been driving everywhere and I'm like, I need to like get a car, get my oil changed. I, I kind of need to get new tires. Like I can probably get another, you know, 5,000 miles or so, so out of them, but I don't know, man, it's why risk it. It's been raining, you know, I'm driving Uber. Like I, I haven't been driving Uber lately, but, but still I'm like, I just feel like it's kind of like putting other people at risk if I'm driving my car, right? Um, like the tires aren't bald, but they, so I'm like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm just going to do it. So I just like go to the get, get my tire, you know, like going to the mechanic is just a freaking nightmare in any, any aspect, you know, you're dealing with like dudes just trying to like, you know, tell you, you need stuff on your car that you don't need like way too expensive. Like tires are super expensive now. And so I'm like, I, you know, I have one new tire from the blowout on Coronado bridge. Remember? And oh, so yes. that's a brand new tire. So I only need three tires now. So I'm like, yeah, let's get the tires put on. There's like 500 bucks for three. 
And then I'm like, I'm going to get an oil change, hundred bucks for an oil change for synthetic oil change. I'm like, so like get it done. I'm like, sweet man. Like, you know, that feeling where you're just like, I got no worries. I got an oil change, got new tires, cars running good now. Yeah. Well, the guys are putting on the tires. They're like, Hey man, if we take off this lug nut, it's going to break. And I'm like, it's like, well, I still need more tires than I need a lug nut. So just do it. Are you sure, man? Cause like we can replace it. And I'm like, no, I see what you guys are doing. They're just trying to like find something else to do. So they're, I'm just like, just do it. So then I'm like, that's fine. So I'm like, I can get away with like one lug nut, but like on each tire, there was already a lug nut broken. So I was driving with four lug nuts on each tire. How are they breaking all your lug nuts? That's what I'm saying. This isn't them. It was like other guys from, from before, like changing the tire because they're using their compression drill gun. Like just you're supposed to torque wrench them on. You're just like until they can't do it anymore. And it's breaking all the studs. See, I feel like when they, when they break your, when they, when they do that, they should replace, they them should replace without them. charging you. Yeah. They did it. You're supposed to torque them on. It was obviously working before. It's yeah. not like you're. Well, your it wasn't the place. Was it, it wasn't the place that I went to. It was like another place. It was like, you know, discount tire. They suck. Don't don't. Yeah, I'm not going there anymore. Mm. So anyways, they put the new tires on. They put the rims on wheels on or whatever. And I'm driving. I'm like, yeah, it's great. So my buddy is like. Oh, you just got new tires. I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, I know there's like a, a missing lug nut, but I got, I got to get that fixed. I'll probably just do it myself. I look at my tire. My front tire only has three lug nuts on the wheel. What? I'm driving. like I'm driving with like one missing on the passenger side, one front, one missing on the passenger side, rear two on the driver's side front missing. So wow. I'm driving Dude, I'm in full panic mode. I have a gig that night in San Diego on the on the uh, the boat, the Midway. And I'm like, how am I going to like, I shouldn't be driving this thing. My wheel can fall off. And then there's like that Instagram video of that lady that hits that tire. Oh, yeah. And the car and flips, it just flips upside down. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that could be me. Like I could cause somebody. I could kill somebody. My tire could just fall off. So I'm dude, you know how I get when I'm stressed. Yeah. I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, okay, maybe I can do this on my own. It's probably not that hard. I have a few tools. I'm talking to a mechanic friend. He's like, yeah, I mean, you need like a torque wrench and you need like proper jacks. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to be able to do this. And I'm like also trying to get this done like in a window of like 30 to 45 minutes. That's not going to happen. Oh yeah. It's a tall order. Even a mechanic isn't going to be able to do it that fast. So then I'm on the phone with mechanics like, hey, like I have to go to the midway tonight and then I have to go to Palm Springs tomorrow. I'm not driving on three lug nuts. So I'm like, I'm trying to buy the lug nuts and the studs They, I can't find them. I'm on the phone with mechanics. Every mechanic is like, yeah, it's going to be about 150 bucks each wheel. I'm just like to replace the lug nuts. And so I'm on the phone, like, and then I'm dealing with these bozo mechanics, like a friend of a friend, like my mechanic friend can't, he works at a dealership. So I can't bring my car to them and have him do it on the side. He'll get fired. So he's like, I have a friend that is a mechanic. He has a shop, call him up. 
this bozo. He's like, hey, Corey, yeah. Um, can you like take a picture of it and also send me your VIN number? I'm like, for lug nuts, for lug nuts. I take a picture of the wheels, send him my VIN number. Looks like those are aftermarket wheels. Can you tell me how they got like broken? I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm not a mechanic. Can you do it or not? <laughs> okay. Sorry for the delay. I'm, I was on a test drive. Um, like too much information, dude. Like just let me know if you're available and how much it's going to cost. I go to another guy. Like my wife is taking her car to get smogged. I go to another dude in the same parking lot. Hey man, I need some studs and lug nuts replaced. What's it going to cost? Can you do it? Which car is it? I'm like it's that Mazda right there. 2013 Mazda three. Well, how did they get broken? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, dude. That's why I'm here. Well, dude, like, can you trace it back to how they got broken? I'm like, I don't know. Obviously, they torqued them down too much. Like, I'm not a mechanic, and I can tell you that much. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, uh, yeah, really, like, well, like, what year's your car? Well, there's aftermarket wheels. I'm like, dude, can you just get off of your stupid greasy computer and go look? Yeah. Like, it's sitting right outside your door. Just go look. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you offhand, man, it's going to be about 160 per side per wheel. And I mean, if you need one on each wheel and then it's per lug nut too. So like you're looking, I mean, do the math. I'm just like, I'm out, dude. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like you want to charge you 160 per wheel per lug nut per wheel. And then, and then he's like, and there's two on the other. So that's going to be another, like, it's going to be a little bit more. And he didn't even give me a price for that. Dude, that's bananas. So I'm like, I'm out, dude. I go, I'll probably just do it myself. He's like, I'm just saying, man, you know, like, I'm like, I'm out. So anyways, I drove to the midway scared to death <laughs> on three lug nuts and made it work. Just every bump though. I'm like, <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> And then it's like pothole city on the roads because the rain. Oh man, I wish I was a fly oh, on the wall. That dude, was amazing. That was my blood pressure. I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't have a heart attack, dude. <laughs> it was way up. And so did the gig fun. Midway was a nightmare. Load in on that place sucks. Anyways, whatever. Paid for parking twice. That's another soapbox. Oh boy. I don't even want to worry about that. But anyways, did it and then woke up, drove. My next soapbox, I'll tell you about it, but like drove to Marietta, then drove back to San Marcos and had some guys do it. That quoted me $60 for the uh, labor, 60 bucks. Okay. And 12, 11 or $12 per lug nut for the material. I'm like that seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. No, no. They did them all. At this point, I'm desperate because I have to go to palm springs it ends up being like 170 dollars total total well, still good less. that's still a lot less good. than 160 per wheel yeah i'm, I'm not complaining because i got it done it's fine now all the lug nuts are on my car see that sounds reasonable yeah they were they're really good dude they're really good too so that's that i got my car fixed and now it's running good but dude <sighs> car troubles and i'm just like this is why I told summer, my wife, like, this is why I'm tired of this, right? Like every little, you try to do something and then it opens a can of worms of a million other things you think, okay, I'm going to spend 500 bucks and get new tires. No, no, 
Now it's like almost seven or $800 mm-hmm. after oil change and everything else. At least my car's running good though. Yeah. I feel you, man. We both have right cars that are kind of reaching their, yeah. like <laughs> getting pretty old. I feel like both my cars, at least I'm like, uh, you're going to have to replace one of these things kind of soon because I, I really don't like the uncertainty. Yeah. Like one of my cars just doesn't, the gauges, like, don't, they, the checkout oil light has literally never once come on on the car. Really? Yeah. I had to, I had to dump a bunch of oil in it yesterday because it was, like, almost bone dry in there. <laughs> I had no idea. The car was, like, seizing up. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my uh, goodness. I, I just changed the oil the month before. Does it leak? I guess there's no leak. There's no drips. It just eats the oil. Wow. I don't know. The car sucks. I, <laughs> that one is particularly frustrating because it's not even, it's only got 160 something thousand miles. Dang. On it, and it's, like, it's, it's like giving me this kind of trouble. And dude, 235,000 miles my car has. Yeah. That's and a good still car. like, dude, I was running, like I was pedal to the metal on the way here and it was like just, Mazdas are good cars, man. They are good. The problem is right now for me, I don't know. There isn't really a car that like I love, you know, like the only car that I really, really like is the Jeep, but like they're so expensive. And what do you need a Jeep for? So I could go (laughs) off-roading. Like, I mean, I could see you driving a Subaru. No, they I could go off road. I, I listen. Like they can, they can, they, they're closed. They could have drums in them. I, I get it. Like I know my truth. I wear Birkenstocks <laughs> sometimes, and I could like I, I feel like it does make sense. It does make sense for me to drive a Subaru, but it's just not me. Yeah, it doesn't it's seem like you. Uh, I, I would love to get another Mazda, but I'm like. That doesn't make sense for me right now because they don't make a stupid hybrid. They have an electric car that gets like 30 miles range. Ugh. Oh, no, it's 70. Oh, it's, it's like, like the plug-in, stupidest plug-in hybrid. No, or their car is a literal only electric. And it only gets 70, 70 miles? miles. Why would you? What? Yeah, it's pathetic. People are like, what a joke. That like, is a big joke. Um. And so I definitely, I don't want to buy another car unless it's at least plug-in hybrid. And like, I just, I cannot see myself getting another full gas car. I don't know about getting an all electric car. I know I'm in the same position, man. We're on this like precipice of the supposed mega switch over to all electric vehicles, but we're in this like gray area where it's like, yeah. The it's all electric structure isn't quite there yet. Right. And, and you don't want to have that range anxiety and be able to like run out of electricity because you're sitting in LA traffic trying to get to a gig or something. Exactly. And like, I, the, the, we have a big dilemma here. Like we need cars that we can fit drums in mm-hmm. and I need car, a car that gets good gas mileage or maybe even doesn't use gas. And I, I, I just, I don't know. So, and then cars are so expensive. Like anything that I want is like so expensive now. Like I for sure don't want another Mazda three. Like I love this car. I love it, but it's too small for me. I'm too old. And like, I just want a bigger car. 
And so that like I went and test drove like they have a new car that's called a, a Mazda CX 50. It's really, really nice, but it's not much bigger than mine. It's really nice, but it's still like. That's what I've noticed about those little small SUVs. Yeah. They're like, they're higher up than yeah. our cars, but they're not that much bigger inside. Yeah. So then like a little bit, like, I think it was a little bit less to test drive the CX-90 or no, 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 not CX-90. The Mazda uh, CX-9, I think it is. Test drove that. Great car, but I felt like a mom driving it. It was like a three row, like, like kind of minivan ish. That's what I want to get next. And I'm like, this is great. Yeah, this is great, but this is not, (laughs) I'm not a soccer mom. And that's what I feel like driving this. So I'm like, this just isn't my, my vibe. Like this isn't my vibe. It's, it's cool. It's still a Mazda, but it's, it's mom version of my car. Have you seen those? All right. Have you seen the, the, um, vehicle that Jody Bagley cruises in these days? No. It's a Ford Transit, I think. It's like a mini Sprinter almost. It's like... Oh, yeah. And it's got so much space in there. I think they make an electric version of that too. But it's like... I don't know. It's they're He, he, fits, he fits a Hammond organ and his... Leslie cabinet yeah. and the roads and like I was looking for those and all this stuff in there and it is massive. I was looking at those cause you can convert those into little campers too. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, j- this is why I'm like, I haven't gotten a new car. I feel like after the summer I might be really seriously considering, but yeah. Um, I just don't know what, what I don't know. Like I, right now they have a CX 90 that's coming out. It's also, I think they're doing a hybrid of that, but that's like a 70 or $80,000 stinking car for a Mazda. I'm like, dude, that's not worth it. Brutal. That's not worth it. Um, as nice as it is and as great as Mazdas are, I'm just no thanks. Um, so I don't know, man. And then like Ford has some really nice looking cars, but I've owned two Fords and they're, they're garbage, dude. They're yeah. like, and then I heard they're coming out with like, like, um, they have like a all electric F one fifty. I heard they're coming out with a all electric Ranger mm. and an all electric Maverick. But then when you get a truck, it's like ugh, there's some nice things about putting your drums in your car and right. not being worried with an alarm system and stuff. And right. like you can like I could fit all my drums inside a F one fifty, but it's not the same as putting it in a hatchback car. You know, it's true. So I man, I don't know. I just don't, I, I, there's nothing that I'm really in love with. Like when I bought this car, I was like, that is the only car. Like if I don't get approved for this car, I don't know what I'm going to drive, but that's the one that I want. And so, um, and it's served, it's really, really worked well for me. Like really like still, I mean, it's, it just keeps on going. It runs super strong and I almost feel like I could get another hundred thousand out of this car. No problem. You know, but I, the problem is I want to be able to sell it and still get at least something for it. You know, mm-hmm. don't even get me started on Tesla's too. Cause I've like seriously considered that if you write it down, like, okay. So say for example, I go and get a CX five or a CX 50, like Mazda or an F one fifty or something. If we, if you calculate how much it costs to get that car, your payment is going to be five, 600 bucks, 500 bucks. If you buy it, if you're, if you buy it, you're going to spend probably seven or $800 a month. Mm-hmm. And then if you consider like, if you're leasing it four to 
four to six hundred dollars, and then your gas. My gas already right now, I spend you know fifty bucks, and I fill up twice a week, so a hundred bucks a week, so four hundred bucks a week, and it's going to be more than that if I drive a bigger car. You you know you're at like what eight or nine hundred dollars a month, right? And so if you go and get a Tesla, and the payment is for a lease is like seven hundred or eight hundred, it's still way less. Yeah, and I mean you still have to pay. For the electricity. Yeah, but the electricity, I mean, everyone that I talk to that owns a Tesla is like, it's like running your washing machine. It's not, it's not as much as you think. It's yeah. like, they're like my, my electric bill went up like 15 to 20 bucks a month. It's, oh, I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's not, not, it's minimal. Bad. So I've really thought about that too. You know, like it still is really expensive, but like, I dude, Teslas how, are dumb. How long do the batteries last before you have to replace that? Cause those batteries are like super expensive. I know Melvin has already had a ba- battery failure and it was under warranty. So they replaced it. But if it's not under warranty, what is that? Like 30 grand, but, 15 mean, grand. Cause these cars are I like, they haven't been around that long. So I'm, I'm curious, like if you get one, are you good for 10 years? No. Or are you going to have, after five years, are you going to have to go spend hundred, you know, like 80 grand on a new battery or something yeah. stupid. Well, I don't, I don't know if cars are meant to be like that anymore. I don't think cars are meant to be like, you just drive it until it dies. And then you get another one in 10 or 20 years. I think it's like five years. You're like, you know, in three years, your lease is up and then they're trying to get you into something else or get you to buy that one. But like I've, I have, I know two for the mechanic guy that works at a dealership that like says, Hey, can you use this guy? The one that I was just talking about, he used to work at Tesla and he was one of the mechanics at Tesla. And then another guy I know works at Tesla, two guys that I know. And they were like, I would never buy a Tesla. Yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> They're like, I would never, ever. The dude that I was just talking about just bought an Acura. And he's like, I would never buy a Tesla. And he's like, look, man, if you want to get a Tesla, it's fine. It's a really great computer. It's not a great car. Huh. And he's like, it's uh, as far as technology and stuff goes, they're above everyone else. But they're like, if you want something to break and you want to keep bringing it into, you know, one of their mechanics, you can't just bring it to a mechanic. He's like, then, yeah. He's like, the, the car's super flimsy. They're not made well. Mm. The technology is good. But as far as the cars go, they're not good cars. Allegedly, don't come and sue me or anything, Tesla. Uh, I'm just saying that's what I've heard. Yeah, I I feel like if I was going to go electric, I'd probably go with a different brand. Like, a, yeah. I trust Honda or Toyota. Yeah. And they've been, I don't know. I mean, Toyota's been dabbling in that world for a really long time. I just don't understand why they can't make, why can't they make like a forerunner? like a forerunner electric or like at least plug in hybrid or like, why can't they make, you well, there's know, there's that Ford Mustang SUV. Dude, that thing electric. is dumb, dude. I rode in one of those. It felt is like it, it was going to fall apart. Oh, garbage. The F-150 supposedly is really good. Yeah. Supposedly, but I've seen videos about that too. Like it's not charging. Like, dude, this is just new. It's new technology. Yeah. Well, I mean, the way that people complain about their iPhone battery dying. Exactly. Imagine that times like a hundred yeah. and it's your car. Well, I've heard to <laughs> the newest ones, like the 2023s and 2024s are really good. But then they're yeah. also like the thing that's funny too about Tesla is they haven't had like a re 
rebrand, not rebrand, but like, you know, like every five, 10 years, it's a new body style. It's a new this, it's a new that on all the, every car. Yeah. Tesla's like been the same. Yeah. Since they came out with that, like they have like their sedan and their like three or like the smaller sedan. And then they've got their SUV and that's it. Right. Yeah. And then where's the truck? Like, not that I would ever, ever want one of those ugly things. Cyber truck. Yeah. Then homeboy's kind of a dumbo, dude. I don't want to support that fool. <laughs> uh, all right. Tesla hate. Tesla hate. Yeah. I mean, this isn't the tr- the car brigade. So, yeah. but like, I do have another soapbox here. I ain't trying to hear that right now. So the fact that I'm using synergy, this place that we're at, for drum brigade and all the reason why we haven't had a show in over a month and all of this stuff is for a good reason. Mm. (sighs) Phil, we've had a flood in our house. It has been disaster is like what it is, but it has been a nightmare disaster. Okay. So, okay. So we've had a lot of rain in California, like over the last, you know, like March, what January, February and March was like a lot of rain lots. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. There's so much, but one day I get in, I'm, I'm like, you know, in my house, I sit down for drum lessons and the drum rug is wet. Mm. And I'm thinking like, did my cats pee on here, but I don't smell anything. And I'm like, why is my drum rug wet? And then I'm looking at the floor and the floor is like buckling because it's like expanding because there's water. So water has seeped in from outside into our house. Okay. We don't really think much about it. We're probably just like, yeah, it is dry or whatever. But I just like put a fan on the rug, dried it out, went on with my lessons. Few like weeks later, we start smelling like, dude, it smells like kind of moldy in here. Hmm. My wife keeps getting sick, keeps getting sick. She'll get better and then she's sick again. She get both of us work from home. We both obviously sleep at home. So we're there like all all day every day. After after a while it's like it's it's smelling like dude it's there's mold in our house. Mm. And the floor is like buckling. So we're like bringing it to the property manager who lives upstairs. This super noisy guy that I'm always complaining about. He lives upstairs. Nice guy. His family is the ones that are noisy, but, uh, Hey, can you come down? I think there's mold. We think we have like water damage or moisture. Like the floor is buckling. I think there's water that has come in the house. Can you check it out? He comes in. I don't smell anything. And we're like, I mean, it's pretty like obvious that there's mold smell. I don't smell anything. Yeah, I think it's fine. Dude, we're getting sick as heck, dude. We're like, it's like we're hacking up a lung like COVID sick. And then we have a friend over. We have like this couple over and we're having dinner and we're just chilling out. We're sitting in the living room and the like the wife of my of our friend, like she breaks out in hives. She's like, I don't know. I'm having an allergic reaction. We're like, are you allergic to cats? And she's like, no, I have two cats. She's like, I don't know. Something in your house is giving me an allergic reaction. They have to go home because she's breaking out in hives. Mm. So I'm like, what the heck, dude? 
the next couple days, dude, like, so, okay. So we're like, this isn't going away. We need to figure this out. They're not doing anything. The landlord or the, the property manager is like in denial because he doesn't want to fix it. So I'm like, okay, enough is enough. We call the inspector to come out and inspect for, for moisture, like water damage. He does a test. He's like, there's 94% moisture under your floor. It's like a swimming pool. (laughs) It's not like moisture. There's pure water under your floor. He's like, yeah, this whole floor needs to come out and the whole walls, like, you know, three feet of your wall needs to come off. Like needs to be cut out. There needs to be fans. I haven't even tested for for mold, but he's like, I'm going to tell you right now that there's definitely going to be mold if it's been sitting under there. And then like, if you're having the reaction, he's like, let me, let me be real with you, dude. He's like, your landlord's old and your property manager's younger than him, but he's still like older. He's like, old guys don't believe in mold. So they're going to tell you, oh, we don't think there's mold, blah, 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 blah. But he's like, from my experience, I can almost guarantee you there's a mold problem here. And he's like, but we need to start with taking out the floor. And I'm like, this is what I said. So he's dealing with the property manager. I hear him talking to the property manager and he's like, the property manager is trying to get out of it. Like, yeah, I mean, I know there's a problem, but like, you know, it's just a little bit of water that's crept in from outside, but you know, we have drainage back there, but you know, like minimizing it. The guy's like, yeah, I I know. Yeah. It's the floor needs to come out like immediately, dude, I'll show you a picture. Okay. So wait, after that, I break out in rash, like in hives from head to toe. Yeah. You like, showed me a picture of that. Yeah, dude. My skin is, I mean, I'm, it looks like I have the chicken pox, dude. Like I'm covered in bumps and I'm like this, my, my wife is like, did we use like, cause I'm like really like allergic to like, like I can't use like reg like tide or like, I can't wear like brand new shirts. Like I'll break out. So I'm really sensitive. So she's like, did we wash? Did you wash your clothes? Like with something else? Like, did you like, did you wear a new shirt? I'm like, it's not that it's the mold. Meanwhile, I'm like dying sick. I'm like coughing up a lung. I'm like, you know, it's dude, it's bad. So I, uh, start tearing down the drums. I'm immediately panicking. Like I need to find a place to teach. This is Wednesday. I have lessons starting on Friday. Like I need a place right now. Like, I don't know where I'm going to go. And so I have a few options. Like you offered me to do teach at your wife's um, studio. And then like, I had another buddy that was like, Hey, like my brother has a like practice room in his garage. You can use that. Dude. I even thought about contacting drum flip and seeing if I could use their spot. Um, Yeah, it was a complete nightmare. So I went to a few, like I went, I went to, uh, the film hub, which is a super, super nice, um, co-working space, but it was like 1475 to rent an office. Woo. <laughs> 1475, like not $14 and 75 cents an hour, like $1,400 and four, $1,475 a month to rent an office. That's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, insane. So that was like, I would love to, but no. And I went to co-work in San Marcos. That was a little bit less. It was like 900 bucks a month for an office. 
Uh, they were really cool, but it's just, that was like, yeah, I'm not doing this to like break even or like, you know, lose a little bit of money. Like I do this because it's income. You know what I mean? So synergy offered, like I hit them up too. Like I know one of the guys that like runs this place and he's like, yeah, dude, we got you. He's like, well, you know, and they offered me a price. It was really good. And so I'm like, I need, I need to pull the trigger. I need to just not think about it. I need to do it because I don't have any other options. And so I start breaking down the drums, vacuum the rugs. They start tearing out the floor. I break out and I become like, I'm dying. Mm -hmm. I'm in bed dying sick. And because all the spores, like when you have mold, there's spores like floating around in the air. And when they're activated, that's when you get sick. So for a while, if they're like not activated, then they're just, you still get sick if they're there. But like when you're, when you agitate them, like the dude, it was a mess, dude. So we tear out everything. We didn't, they did, but we end up the, the landlords like, don't worry about rent. Just, just, you know, we'll worry about that later. We'll like, just take care of yourselves and find a place to stay in my mind, I think he should be the one finding us a place to stay. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's old dude. He's old. And so dude, he's so lucky. You guys are so nice. So I was, that that sounds like a major lawsuit. I was like on, I was on one. So I sent him a picture of my rash of my neck and I sent him the, the picture of the wood floor that is covered in black mold, dude covered. He sends me a text back. Yes, I'm aware of the issues going on there. The property manager is letting me know. He's like, you know, I've been doing construction for a very long time. From my experience, it's not always black mold. He's like, so it might not be what we think it is. It could just be mold that happens to be black. I'm like, okay, well, either way, we're still sick and I'm covered in rash. So black mold or not, it's still a problem. Yeah. And he's like, so I would advise you to use the money that you're saving on rent to find yourself a place to stay for the night. Wow. As if your rent could cover the cost of a hotel. hotel. Yeah. (laughs) For, for however long. So yeah. What did I do? I got this place for five weeks until I leave for tour six weeks until I leave for tour. And then we got a hotel for three nights. That was our rent. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what else now? What are we supposed to do? So I was staying home for a few nights and they're like, why are you staying here? Like, you can't stay here. I'm like, where am I going to go? And they're like, well, can't you stay with your parents or something? And I'm like, my parents live in a tiny house. They don't have room for me. And summer's dad is dying of cancer. Like literally any day, like I can't stay there with him in his condition. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's so aggravating. Like dude to to be like it's so obvious what the right thing would have been to do yeah in their position and they're just like doing everything they can to not do it it's right. so frustrating and so like we have we have renters insurance of course our renters insurance isn't going to cover it because like if a pipe bursts that's they, they'll cover that but if it's like water from outside and they built your house wrong they're like that's an act of god we can't cover that so which is lame i know so that is out of the question. So then we're, so thankfully like we're, we're kind of at the hotel or whatever. And then, and then the property manager texts me or texts my wife 
and says, hey, yeah, it, it's pretty bad over here. It's not safe to stay here. Yeah. So he's like, but if it makes you feel any better, the owners, um, the, the, the landlord's um, homeowner's insurance doesn't cover this either if it makes you feel better. I'm like, <laughs> are you serious? They oh, pull that. They pulled that. Oh, okay. So it makes you feel any better. We're struggling with this too. Yeah. Well, then why do you have a rental? Like if you're too old to handle it, yeah. like why do you have a rental? You slumlord pull up your big boy pants Yes, and do your job. Exactly. <laughs> Sell the house then because you can't do it. You can't cover like bro. So we end up our friends, like a really good friends have an Airbnb, like little fifth wheel trailer that they converted into an Airbnb and it's on their property and they're like, we just had one of our Airbnb tenants leave and we have another one coming in like May 6th. So you guys can stay there as long as you need until like May 5th or so, because we have to clean up the place and stuff. So we, they're like, don't worry about paying us or anything. Just stay there. And so we were staying in Marietta, like 40 minutes, 45 minutes from our house. So like 40 minutes from here, from Escondido. Yeah. And, and so over an hour to downtown. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm like commuting home every day to feed the cats and then coming to Escondido to do my lessons and then going back to Marietta every day. Like, yeah, sometimes going back to the house twice, like, you know, showering, getting my, you know, my cats fed and getting clothes, doing laundry and then going back. And I mean, I put so many miles. So that's another reason why I was like, I have to get my car fixed. Like I can't just keep commuting this far a hundred miles a day plus, you know, or, you know, or, or so 90 miles a day. And so we just now this last on Saturday, we just went home that and our house still is like, we only have half of our house because our living room is still like completely, completely messed up. Like they just like, this is what I don't understand either is like, first of all, I'm not paying rent this month. You can come and try and get it, bro. Like I'm not paying rent this month. And like the following month is optional too. Like I I'm probably going to pay that. But like right now we only have half of our house. And so if you even freaking try to come at me and ask me if you're going to pay the rent this month, I'm going to freaking punch you in the face. Old man. <laughs> I won't punch you in the face. I, I don't want to make threats. He's a nice Old guy. Man. He's a nice dude. He's a nice dude. I'm, I'm kidding. This is for the show. All right. But anyways, I'm not paying rent this month. Just go ahead and try it. Yeah. And then like, like Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, they were like all hands on deck. They're putting in drainage in the backyard. They're digging ditches. They're like there. There's a guy in there putting the drywall up and then that's it. So yesterday, no one's at our house today. No one's at our house. So I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, why aren't you here fixing this? And then the property manager was out like building a flower bed. I'm like, there's I'm like, there's him and his grandson are like building a flower bed. I'm like, what about the ditch that's in the backyard and the drainage that needs to be done and sealing up the freaking house, the walls. And what about finishing the drywall? I know you know how to do drywall. You're a handyman. Finish this. Yeah. Put the flooring in. 
Like, what the heck, dude? What are we doing? That's insane. My, dude, my house, I, I mean, I covered my TV. I covered my couch. My, my living room is covered in dust, Phil. Covered. Wait, so is your furniture in there the whole time? Yes. Oh, you're probably going to have to replace some of your furniture. Well, I, it I didn't. imagine your couch is jacked. No, it didn't get. So first of all, my couch is like up. Like it has like wooden legs, you know, it's not like just like on the floor. But it's probably got mold spores in it and stuff. Well, yeah, we'll we'll vacuum all that stuff and clean all that stuff. But like it's it's it didn't get wet. Okay. Nothing got wet because the drums were even on the floor in the heat of it and the drums didn't get wet or anything. I'm just mad at your landlord. I want them to give Dude. you like lots of money and new furniture. You know how many people have said that? Like like a buddy of mine sent me. He's like, I I'm talking to my lawyer. And he's like, I'll let you know, like what your options are. I'm like, I'm not going to sue this dude. Like he's, he's like 85 years old. His wife has dementia, you know, but it's like, bro, don't do the job. If you, you know, don't, don't have rental properties. If you can't take care of your rental properties, right. You know, you, this is part of it. You got into this business. I'm just one of your tenants. Like at some point I can't feel bad. Like, I'm trying to be reasonable and I'm trying to understand, like, I'm trying to be like, Hey, you know, things happen and we can be reasonable. Like it sucks for everyone, but we've like had to, we work from home and we, we rent there. The rent is really cheap and affordable, which is good. So that's what we're taking into consideration. But bro, like, I don't know at some point it's like, it's too much. No, it's dangerous. Like dude. this like, is this is your business, not my business. I'm just a renter here. I mean, if that's I, it, to me that that just makes me think. What else is this landlord not paying attention to or not doing? Absolutely, with because it's inconvenient. Like there could be other safety risks in the yeah. building. There could. I mean, this is how like this is how apartment complexes collapse. Right, is people that shouldn't be in charge of things like not maintain brush them. it off and be like, it's fine. I mean, obviously an apartment collapse could be a lot of things, but dude, don't think though. This you know, house that I live in is older though. It's like, it's an old wood house. This there, is the thing. There too. could be all sorts of rot going on in the wood. Absolutely. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, everything looked pretty good though. I mean, I used to be in construction too. So like everything looked pretty good when they started taking out the walls and stuff. But the, the thing is like, this is a subletted, you know, house that they built, enclosures and stuff on like patios and like, like the, the, our living room is used to be like a carport and they enclosed it and, you know, did it right. But it still is like, it's not what it was meant to be. So, and then they did it kind of just like willy nilly. And like, now there's water coming in and like, that's supposed to be my fault. Like I've been made to feel like I'm complaining when I'm like, this is a safety hazard and this could be like a lifelong thing. You get mold in your lungs. It's very difficult to get rid of. Yeah. And like, I wonder if they, if any of that work was permitted and my skin is like falling off and like, like dude, one time we got like, we got a water, um, filter system put in the kitchen and the dude that was doing the filter, like he's just like an average plumber guy, you know, that just, takes his plumber wrench and undoes this thing and then plugs in the next one and puts in this water filtration system. And that's it. Now you have great alkaline drinking water. He looks under the sink. He's like, what is going on here? And I'm like, I don't know. I just rent here. 
He's like, do you know who did this work? And I'm like, the guy's here probably. I don't know. And he's just like, dude, he's like, honestly, man, I shouldn't even be doing this. And he's like, I'm going to do it. But he's like, none of this is up to code. He's like, you have like the garbage disposal switch is under the sink, exposed wires underneath the sink. Uh. He's like, I just lightly tried to undo this thing. It like broke off with corrosion. He's like, I'm having to do way more work than it's worth. And like that, then you're paying for because these guys didn't do anything to code. And I said, I feel like this whole house is like that. And the guy's just like, yeah, man, this is like, you know, and it's like the guys, I see the same stinking guys working there all the time. They're just doing the worst work ever They're Like when you work in construction, the, the guys that kind of go, well, it looks good for my house. It's that kind of guy, you know, where they just do work, like just get through the job so you can get your money. And it looks good for my house. Like I'm not going to, when I'm at home sleeping, like I don't, I'm not going to worry about this. Man, you know, and so, dude, we we really need to find a new place to live. And um, when we were going through this whole thing, like trying to find where I was going to teach and all of that stuff, it was like, man, I think it's time, you know. And so it's they're fixing it. So we it, we bought ourselves a little bit more time, but we're going to need a new place for sure. We're going to need a new place. That's brutal. So yeah, and it's still like that. It's been over a month. It's been about a month and a half and our house is still in shambles, dude. No living room, like Ugh. completely blocked off and like no work is getting done. Nothing is getting done. It's just sitting there with a bare floor and hung drywall, but not finished. You could probably shack up in this room. It's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. The kitchen. I ain't trying to hear that right I now. I saw a shower over there. Yeah, I took the shower yesterday after my bike ride here. <laughs> That's what's I'm been sorry. going on. That's why we've been uh, gone for a month. And like, that's why we've been, we haven't done a show. That's why I'm here at this place in Escondido and all of that stuff. What a nightmare, but dude. All in all, things have been pretty good. So for finally, now that we can talk about drums, <laughs> um, like I played, I played vessel drums. Yes. Yeah. With uh, Rebecca Jade. That was cool. It was for the San Diego Music Award thing, like promotion. Um, Rebecca Jade, she won some San Diego Music Awards. Yes, she did. And her husband, Rico, is the one that runs this place. That's so cool. Yeah. So he's the one that helped me out. Um, gave her a drum lesson, too. She's on a, a cruise right now performing. But before the cruise, she's like, I have um, some drum songs that I'm going to be performing on this said cruise. That's rad. And so I had to help her with those. So she came in for a drum lesson. That was cool. Um, played a tribute show too. It was a ska tribute two-tone show. Uh, that was Sunday. Nice. Um, it was nice. It was nice. Sorry, Phil. But this is going to be a quick one because I know we got to wrap it up. Quick. Dude, Soapbox City today, dude. Okay, I've been doing some other gigs, too, with, like, some other bands. I, I do have a slight soapbox about this other band that I played with, but I don't want to get on that because they were really nice, and it ended up being really cool. Okay. But it was it was difficult, man. It was a lot, <laughs> a lot of extra work, a lot of extra work, but it ended up being fine. Um, This gig on Sunday. The tribute. Tribute. Scott tribute. 
Yeah. This is a benefit concert. First of all, can people stop getting cancer? Can people just stop getting cancer? <laughs> Are you having a soapbox about cancer? <laughs> I'm getting so tired of people getting cancer. Like, just stop already, cancer. Like, seriously. Okay, so one of the singers in this tribute band has cancer, and it was a tribute show for her. I'm not trying to minimize it. She's really awesome, and I'm just tired of stinking cancer, dude. Not like in, you know what I mean? Like, just go away. Yes. Just go away and leave people alone. Go away. Yes. My father-in-law is like not going to make it, dude. He's, he's, uh, yeah, it's, he's, he's riddled with cancer right now, like riddled with cancer. But, um, John, you know, like John's doing really great. Everybody I know is like, dude, just please stop getting cancer. All right. Well, anyways, tribute concert benefit concert for this singer. It's not about her. It's not, it, it's this soapbox isn't about her or the band. The band was great. It was super fun. It was a matinee show on Sunday place was packed. It was really dope. I get there. First of all, they're like, they just start texting everybody. Hey, meet at my house at 11 for rehearsal. See you guys there. I'm like, I'm not going to that. I'm not going to that. I already did a rehearsal. I drove all the way to freaking like, like almost LA to do a free rehearsal. I'm not doing another one. I'm like, I already did it. And half the band didn't show up. So I'm like, that's all you get. You know, I'm not trying to not be a team player, but come on, dude. Yeah. Like you're asking me to go to work for free. So there again, Hey, we're going to see you at rehearsal. And I just text him, yo, I'll see you guys at the venue. I'm not going to make it to rehearsal. And uh, it's Sunday. I got things going on. Sorry. So I show up to, to the thing. My soapbox is about show up this big, fat, stupid, grumpy sound man. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's. <laughs> He's just this. If I had to bet money. <laughs> I just listen, man. I don't I, I don't want to sound like I'm getting arrogant or haughty or full of myself, but I don't really do shows like this very often anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not saying this is small potatoes because I had a blast and I wouldn't do it if I didn't want to. Yeah. So, but it just, I show up and it's, it's all of the things, Phil. It's all of the things. Hey man. He's like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? All right. So, um, I go, Hey, um, if it's cool, got this like butt kicker thing here. It's a through. And all I need you to do is just run that mic to this line out here. It works exactly the same, even if it's off. I take it out. He's like, what the heck is that? <laughs> I just told you it's the amp for the butt kicker, dude. <laughs> it's the amp for the butt kicker here. I pull out one of my XLRs, plug it into the mic, plug this into the microphone, plug that microphone into this. Yeah. Well, what is that going to do? I'm like, it's not going to do anything. It's just for me. It's a submix for me. He's like, oh, I, I don't like, he's just not getting it. He's just not like, oh, so is that going to be, is it going to add volume to your kick or something? And I'm like, it's not going to do anything for you. It's going to be a through for you. It's just going to add a sub for me. It's like, oh, 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 it's a through. Okay. So then he like does it. I'm hitting the kick. It's not working. Oh no. I'm like, I'm not getting anything, man. And I'm like, I know it works because I just used it yesterday. 
I'm not getting anything. Oh, uh, well, maybe that mic is bad. Let me see. I said, I have another mic in the car if you want to use that one. He's like, you have a 52? And I'm like, I do. And I'm just like, what is it a 52 or 58? 52. Beta 52? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, oh, no, I have one. So he plugs in another mic. Oh, wow. What do you know? It works. <laughs> so this this bozo, like he's pumping volume to the kick drum. I hope that's getting you what you need. I said, I don't need you to do anything with the kick drum. I'm controlling the kick drum. All right. So he goes back. Like I set up the drums. He goes to the front. All right. Can I have some kick? And I'm like still setting up. Of course. Can I have some kick, kick, kick? I'm like, give me a second, dude. Like, give me a second. I'm, I'm not set up yet. So I start giving him kick, like not getting anything out of the monitor. And then I, I'm dude, I'm doing, can I have snare? I'm bop, 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 start doing some rudiments, whatever, but getting a sound for the snare, giving him some fills and stuff on the snare. Bro is like, okay, we get it. Can I have the hi-hat next? No, I go, yo, I said, you asked me for the snare. I'm like, and the band is laughing like, uh oh, and I'm like, don't ask me for something if you don't actually want it. And he's just like, can I have the hi hat? I'm just like, I said, no, you can wait. And I started setting up the stuff, tuning the toms. I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, no, can I have the rack Tom, please rack Tom. Oh and I'm like, I'm like, no, I said, you're going to have to hold on. You're going to have to hold on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I've had it. Like I'm already ready to just go to blows with this dude. <laughs> okay. We get it. Gosh, we get it. Like you, oh, we get it. You're good. Okay. Like, I'm like, bro, do not patronize me. Do not patronize me, dude. Like this is my first sound check I've ever done. I dude, what no a ding dong. And so he was like the worst sound guy ever. Oof. Can I get more vocals? Can I get more vocals, please? Like, I'm not going to ask for something that I don't need, but you have no vocals in the thing. Can I have more vocals? I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. I'm like, well, I don't hear it. So what are you going to do about that? Maybe you can give me more or maybe you can check and see if it's plugged in. Whatever it is, it's your job, so come and do it. <laughs> He's like, okay, well, hold on a second. And I'm like, still like, like the vocalist is still like, check, check, check. He's like, I said, hold on a second. Oh. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to kill this dude. And like, he walks up. Oh, I set up everything before, but like, I, I must've forgot to plug it in. <laughs> I'm like, just looking at him. Like, I don't get this dude. Like, I don't get this. If I showed up like this, I know most drummers show up like in that mindset and that like level of care. Like if I showed up like that, though, like if I, if you were like, give me the snare and I was just like lightly tapping, just tap, tap, tap Would that like, is that what you're expecting? You're not expecting somebody that can actually play a snare drum play. And then you have to give me some stupid patronizing remark <laughs> like I don't get it. And so like, I'm like, if I did my job that bad, is that what you're looking for? That's Cause crazy. like you're, you just, you're just like, it's like, you've never done sound before, you know? And, and it's, it's, it's so bad. 
it's like, I just don't get it. This is why I don't do gigs like this, mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm just like, I'm already like super irritated. I'm only do, I'm not getting paid to be here. This is like a fun gig. It's a cool reunion show for this really cool tribute band to the music that I love. And I grew up on. So I'm like, what am I, what am I even like? Why do I care? You know? And, and, and like, this is a scene that like everybody there knows me because this is the scene that I grew up in. So I'm like, you know, I kind of want to do a good job. I've been away for a while and like, I don't want to, you know, show up and be like, dude, Corey really like sucks now, <laughs> you know, or really sounds bad. And, and dude, like, it's just the whole thing. Like the drums are like these old outdated, like nineties, early two thousand Thomas. It's like, like one of those Dave Grohl, like rack toms. It's like a 14 inch, like 13 by like, you know, 20, like super deep, super giant, super angled because it won't fit on the kick drum. Giant rack tom, <laughs> giant. It's like as big as my floor tom. And I'm just like, what am I like? Why? Like why? You know, and then you're going to complain because I have a butt kicker because you don't have a sub. Like, that's my fault. What am I supposed to do with this? What is that? Like, how about you don't worry about it? How about like I spent my money on my equipment so that I don't have to rely on your incompetence. Like I'm doing this for me so I can play my best. At least one of us is trying to rise above the standard and you, my friend, look like you've had too many donuts and cheeseburgers and like you do your job like as well as you eat. <laughs> Sheesh! <laughs> Freaking guys, man! Gosh! Ah. Shut up! Oh man! These stinking idiots! I love it. Makes me so mad, Phil. Right These stupid, grumpy sound men. I'm like, what is the wrong? Like, what is wrong with you people? Why do you hate your job so much? Just do another job. Yeah. I love it. If you're bitter towards musicians because you never became a musician, just become a musician. Man, I want to become a sound tech so I can I can do that. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't freaking get it, dude. It's so good. This guy is like the biggest bozo ever. I was like so mad and I was just like trying to be nice, trying to be friendly. I'm like, I see him with a mad ball shirt on and I'm like, hey, I like your shirt. I said I saw them in in like Chicago. They're like a hardcore band. I'm like, they were really great. They really killed it. He's just still talking to me like he knows everything. Yeah, well, when they played here, you know, I had to move the stairs from that side to the other side because I couldn't walk through the pit and people thought I was trying to come in. The pit. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm just going to like go over here. I don't care, dude. I don't care. Just go push your little knobs and like that's the thing that gets me, though. All you have to do is plug stuff in and push knobs. You don't have to load in anything. You have to push faders up and down and you act like we should be worshiping the ground you walk on. Mm. Like, I don't get it. You don't know. You don't know if your mics work. You don't know. You've never seen a butt kicker amp. Like, how are you a sound man? It's crazy. I don't get it. No, um, dude, there's mics not plugged in. Horn mics are just, that mic doesn't work. Then you guys are just going to have to share a mic. He's like saying stuff like that. They're like, here, what if we plugged it in? Oh, now it works. All right. I guess you can use that mic then. I'm like, 
<laughs> this guy's unreal. When I brought my my amp in, he was like, he was like, I go, I have a request from you, and I said, don't worry, I'll explain. He's like, you're not asking for another mic, are you? And I'm like, no. Which, by the way, I bring my own mics too. If you need one, <laughs> like, why do I have to feel like I have to do your job when you're the one that's getting paid? I'm not even getting paid to be here, but you are. That's crazy. Gosh dang it, Phil. I ain't trying to hear Gosh that dang right it, now. this guy. Should have just socked him. Right in the pee pee. <laughs> right in the pee pee. I to snag that one too. That was like a little kid diss. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh all right well anyways there's plenty more of, as always that i could always get on but you know that's that's the that's long and short dude mold freaking problems grumpy sound men car troubles you know yeah it's been a month it's been a month there's <laughs> so much dude there's just so many things that i'm like there's a soapbox <laughs> You know, but like, know you must have some pent up. We'll have to catch up. Yeah. Well, yeah, we only got a couple more of these before I leave again for tour. So if we're going to do one, we got to do probably next week. I can't next week on oh, Monday boy. at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Tuesday today. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You know, we might. This might just be a one and done or maybe we'll get some. I was thinking about getting a Zoom um, like, you know, portable recorder. They're really cheap right now and they have really good ones. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing like on the road podcasts and also being able to record some of uh, my shows. Like, because cool. I've been seeing like drummers like using a splitter off of their in ears. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you can do that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, if you get one of those Zoom things with that has some, you know, combo inputs. Yeah. And the new ones are 32-bit, so you don't even have to worry about clipping. Really? That's yeah. what that one, the one said. I noticed on the website, too, it's like Steve Gadd and like a bunch of drummers using it. So they're like, don't even worry about clipping or anything. It's just there. Yeah, you can't. You literally can't make it clip. It's, dude, the dynamic range is, it's like impossible to make it clip. I think the H4N Pro is like only 200 bucks. It's, it's really good. <laughs> I don't know if that is that one 32 bit. I don't, I think it might be because they were, I read something about it. Okay. But there's the next step up that's like 350. Is that with the camera ones? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, there's, so there's, it's like the mid range one because they're pro one. They're really, really, really expensive ones like 350. Yeah. From Sweetwater. And that one's like really good. But the HN, H4N Pro or whatever is like really good. It's a lot of drummers are using it. So I have like one of their cheapo, like $70 ones, but it's like the older model that we've used for podcasts before. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I want an upgraded one. I feel like it'd be useful. Podcasting on the fly, doing yeah. like doing like just solo podcasting or like interviews, you know, with different people, different drummers and stuff. I feel like it might be useful. Yeah. Maybe get some little clips. I'm playing a lot of festivals and stuff, so it might be cool to get some little clips here and there. Oh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Get some good audio. You could sync it up with your GoPros or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for catching up with us today. Go, Drum Brigade Prod. Jump. 
I'm rattled, Phil. This grumpy sound man got me going. <laughs> Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 143. Um, you know, yeah, we're happy to be here. Thanks to Synergy for letting us use their podcast room today. And um, yeah, hit me, guy, hit me up if you guys really want to. If you have a podcast or something and you want to use it. Um, drumbrigade.com, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys very soon. Oh, yeah. You're, you're a legend. You're like Jake? J- Jake's my boy! Look, dude, you, you I can tell you've worked hard on chiseling your butt cheeks. It sucks, basically, is the word. You're funky, man. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade Podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.